0: Hey, you're listening to Radcast. We are here to tell you about the raddest people in Jacksonville, Florida. And if you don't know, this is a Jax Rad podcast. And Jax Rad, our mission is to shine a light on artists, musicians, and local businesses who make our city rad. So therefore, we're here during the coronavirus. Sitting in my living room, recording podcasts. Six feet away. (laughs) We are six feet away. There's less than (laughs) 10 people here. It's great. There's Nala whining in the background, my roommate's dog. (laughs) And I got a rad guest today who is a singer-songwriter. She also has started this thing called Bold City Circuit that is putting on more house shows bringing in musicians, highlighting musicians, and I will let her explain the rest. So welcome to the show, Pam. I don't even know your last name. I was like, wait. <laughs> well, technically. This happens quite frequently.
1: <laughs> from time to time. Um, it's Pam Bernkrant, but really whenever I'm doing the singer-songwriter thing, I go by Pamela Elaine just because. Yeah,
0: I saw Pamela Elaine, and then I was like, I don't think that's your last name. No. Was it your last name?
1: No, it's my middle
0: name. Okay,
1: nice. Yeah, Um, all of my last names have been strange, so (laughs) So (laughs) I I finally decided to make something simple. But yeah, it's Pamela Elaine. That's awesome.
0: Well, welcome to the show. Welcome to Radcast. This is rad. (laughs) So rad. So are you from here?
1: I am. I'm from Jacksonville, uh, born and raised and lived in just about every single part of it, even like the little (laughs) corners that like you don't really talk about living in. Um, Or the parts that aren't technically Jacksonville, like Green Cove and Orange Park, that, you know, you still kind of feel like you're a part of the Jacksonville party whenever you drive up for the weekend. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) I've been here, around here my whole life. Where's your
0: favorite area to live?
1: Ooh. Well, if I really could live anywhere, it'd probably be Murray Hill, but I haven't lived there
0: I haven't either. I mean, I've never really crossed the ditch.
1: (laughs) You beach people are all the same. I know. We are. (laughs) Um, I like the beach, too. I'm not opposed to the beach. I've just never been like a beach person. I don't know. I never really. I mean, I've tried to surf a couple times. Uh, My skin burns really easily. The sand gets in my bathing suit. I don't know.
0: I just... <laughs> It's kind of a hassle, too, to get to the beach. And then you're so tired afterwards, too. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I, I love a little trip to the beach, uh, but no, I probably wouldn't live here.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, so how did you, like, what's your background on music? Like, how did you get into that? You have to tell us, yeah, what's your story
1: Okay, with that? Well, my dad is a musician, and he's been playing... Um, just kind of like as a gigging musician a long time before I was born. And um, yeah, eventually he started teaching. And so I think when he had three girls, he was kind of like, okay, which one of you is going to be, you know, the musician? And none of my sisters really were interested in picking up the guitar. My other sister started playing drums, so she still plays drums sometimes, but I just kind of was drawn to it. And he taught me. And, um, yeah, that was probably around age fifteen. And I started just making up like funny songs with my friends just to like make them laugh. Like we would go to the park and make up songs about people that were walking by and wait to see if they could see that, that we were singing awesome. about them. <laughs> so I always started out with like just like funny stuff because it was too hard to write about what was actually going on in That's my cool. head, probably. And then eventually, I started to write songs that were real. And,, um, yeah so around maybe 20 ish i finally recorded an ep but it wasn't really one that i ever released anywhere outside of like Bandcamp camp because i just wasn't super proud of it um and then recently i finally released an ep that i am proud of and um kind of actually shows my musical identity in a way that is real so yeah it was a long time coming and for a long time I did like the gigging musician life like my dad but I I, kind of stopped doing that and um, just wanted to do kind of music on my terms is how I say it like just play shows with original music and then also just be around the community of musicians and try and create community around musicians and yeah it's just kind of always been a part of my life in some fashion although I'm not really formally trained, as ironic as it is, Yeah. that my dad's a music teacher. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Tablature was the thing to do when you were 15, is just read tabs, you don't read yeah. music. You just figure out the Green Day song and you go for it. It's so <laughs> funny.
0: Do you... Um, so you still play gigs, though, too, because you're writing your music still, or...?
1: Yeah, so I didn't really... Um, explain the difference. So whenever a musician talks about like gigging, it's... Tell me the difference. It's understood within the community that that's like you're going to a restaurant or a bar and you're playing like three or four hours of like cover songs. Yeah. And you're getting paid by the bar and you're getting tips in a tip jar. And so that was like me from like 19 to 23, like basically while I was going through college. And playing shows is kind of more understood that you're playing like a 30 to 45 minute set of your originals. Um... You know, with three other bands on the bill, and you're getting paid by the door, and you're promoting your own music and selling your merch and that kind of stuff. So I've been not doing much gigging lately because. I don't know. It was a long, hard Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> really hard.
1: <laughs> it I'm is. I'm sure it's really hard. Yeah. Your friends come and you're up there on stage and you're just watching them all like have a great time. Yeah. And then like your <laughs> system's feeding back. back and I'm oh, not gosh. like great with the system stuff anyways. And I remember like the day that I decided not to do it anymore. I was, I was, I was on this little tiny stage and it was so loud in there. My system, my system couldn't even handle it. So I couldn't even really hear myself. So I felt like it was like not even sounding good. And I was watching all my friends. On this saturday night like have a ball and i was like on the last song and i go oh yeah i think this is i think i'm done (laughs) i think this is it and after that like i play like weddings and stuff i love a wedding i love like a private party but yeah no more gigging for me although i respect i respect the the crap out of gigging musicians
0: oh my gosh do you is it really hard to like get up there and what like have people watch you too
1: um, Cause no I one's watching you. <laughs> no one's watching. Yeah, I guess so. No one is yeah. watching.
0: No one's listening. Okay. <laughs> so oh, many. But, so then... Wait, so you're not doing gigs, but what are you doing? Oh, well, so... Tell, yeah. Yeah, so now it, it's more
1: like... <laughs> sorry, Got go. out of gigs. <laughs> yeah. That life is behind me. Um, no, I do like shows, so um, I, I create music... In the studio,
0: um,
1: Nala. Nala baby, Nala is upset. Come, on, Nala. Come here. <laughs> I wish we could show you her face right I know. now. Oh <laughs> no. Um, basically, I um, I started writing music of my own, and so I would just record in a studio, create an EP, um, create singles, and. To promote that, you basically play shows at the local venues. So I play at Jackrabbits, I play at 1904, I play um, at Blue Jay Listening Room, and
0: um, where are your favorite places to play? I love Blue Jay. Yeah. I love Blue Jay. Is the sound really nice there too? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The sound is on point. The community is on point. It's a listening room, so it's it's expected that people are kind of there. They're like lovers of music, yeah. and so they're. I know that this sounds kind of like self-glorifying, but it's like, they're going to (laughs) listen. They're actually going to watch. And after years of playing gigs where you're kind of like, you know, pouring your heart out just for not much return, it's really nice to have a listening room style environment where people actually um, like what you're doing and support what you're doing. So, I mean, all the other That's venues awesome. are great. It's awesome to play a show anywhere, but I definitely have been feeling Blue Jay lately.
0: Yeah. That's good. Of which, I mean, Kara's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What were you going to say?
1: Speaking of which, support them right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. all the venues because they got no income right now.
0: Yeah. How do you, how, like, could we support them?
1: Um, you can always still buy a ticket to a show. Um even though the show's not going on. That's kind of one campaign that was going around just because it's like, do you want them to be here when all this is over? Right. It's really scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's scary for for every small business right now. So I think that the communities around them that kind of can champion for them kind of have to focus on where we can put our money the most. And for me, it is venues and independent artists. Um, And of course, I'll go get some local food. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Yeah.
0: No, that's what I've been trying to do too. Um and then you've started well first what I don't know what you started first, because you had the bolts you have the Bold City Circuit. You'll mm-hmm. just swing that. And then you had your women, like singer songwriters. Yes. i songbook. Songbook. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what is the name of that? Yeah. Here's
1: the thing, I can't like stop myself from doing all the I things. Know. I know do you have that same problem? I have
0: that same problem. <laughs> I'm always like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stop, like, creating? I like to pretend
1: like I don't like being busy and the second something's off my plate and I'm like, ooh, I can breathe. What's next? Yeah. But also, things just seem to find me. Um, Songbook was first. Uh, I was was creating music as an independent artist and trying to promote that and playing shows and making videos and uh, doing collaborations and just doing, like, the independent DIY artist thing. Right. But I was realizing that I just needed more women around me I needed more community I needed to know what they were
0: doing and oh great wow <laughs> okay scam likely that's what it was <laughs> scam likely
1: she's always calling <laughs> leave me alone um yeah I was just wanting more community and um feeling like women were always kind of playing by themselves kind of put at the front of the show while everyone's still showing up and i just wanted more of a platform for women artists because yeah. i feel like just because we are a lot of times not all the time a lot of times you know playing solo that it's just it makes sense for the the flow of the night for us to be put on stage first open up and then let the real bands get on stage right. and, and do their thing yeah. so Um, I didn't like that and so I started this organization called songbook and we basically put on uh, showcases of uh, Singer-songwriters who are women And we do like traditional Nashville style rounds where they'll be on stage all together um, And they just take turns one song and then the next one plays a song the next one plays a song we have like an MC who asks them questions about their writing process um, leading up to the show we do like workshops like how to market your music or how to you know sync license your music or how to build a fan base and so we'll bring in like women who are a little bit further along in their journey cool. than we are and we'll have dinner and we'll, we'll take photos of them and, and do a video of them so that they have like a little bit of promotional material in their back pocket so it's basically like trying to equip women
0: That's as semi- much as possible. yeah
1: while like making sure they all become friends and we're intentionally putting very different genres together so we'll have like a hip-hop artist next to a folk artist next to a little bit more like bluesy jazz artist so that everyone's forced to kind of play together
0: yeah (laughs) does that kind of change like when you're mixed with like a folk artist and then a hip-hop artist that kind of change like does that ever like skew like how you write or anything like that or um, well,
1: they're not really necessarily writing together. Yeah. Um, but I think that because they're all basically, they've got like their inspiring songs and their performances, right? But they are, you know, anything that you see and hear and take in Taken is going to influence your writing. Right. So that's kind of the goal is yeah to kind of have the genres um, meet each other, influence each other, and ultimately just make us a more friendly. Um, that's cool group of people that will be willing like oh I know a girl who does that I know a girl who does that Like, as much as I like to say I'm friends with a diverse group of people I'm definitely in my bubble I'm definitely in my own little world and so unless I intentionally go outside of it and look for people who think differently than I do and experience the world differently than I do then I'm not gonna experience it right like intentionally do it so yeah kind of just trying to uh bring every part of jacksonville together yeah
0: that's so neat who inspires you just maybe as a singer songwriter or anyone like who who do you look up to as like a musician or Mm. creative or anything like that
1: if we're going for like Big names. I love Adele. I don't yeah. know if she even writes
0: her own music to me. I don't know if she does either. <laughs> Didn't she used to? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I should
1: know this. I just love Adele, so I'm like, she's Adele, a beautiful the voice. Adele. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Singer, songwriter-wise, um, she's kind of old school, but Annie DeFranco brilliant to me. Uh, Regina Spector is yeah. really brilliant to me and weird as hell, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Um, locally um, I mean it is just kind of like people that I just know and love but Stacey Bennett I think yeah. is really a great lyricist um, very clever um, let's see Cheech for rain I think she's going by Che now or Chi? now I'm sorry if I, I keep on seeing it on Instagram and I don't <laughs> even know how she wants it CHE and then there's like an apostrophe at the end but she's in a group called love culture and Her lyricism, it blows my mind as well. And her voice blows my mind. Um, Jessie Montoya is just, she's crazy good. She's crazy good at what she does. And her writing is really well thought out and um, fits together like a puzzle. And is beautiful. So, yeah, there's definitely, like, local level and and not so local level that I look up to and take influence from.
0: That's cool. And then, so... Your next thing that you started was Bold City Circuit. Yeah. it's cool.
1: That's the thing that chose me. I didn't yeah. try for any of this. I didn't want it. <laughs> I think the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, How did I get here? Yeah. I love it, though. Okay, so my friend Dennis really was the one who uh, was um, – telling us we need yeah. to do this because we were all kind of doing it informally we were right. all having house shows on our own yeah because i remember
0: going it was kind of after I, I met you because i went to so far yeah for the first time like set up there yeah that's how i met like jacob and everything too yeah and i feel like it was kind of after that well, too? we were
1: doing, we were doing both. Like how shows
0: before. We yeah, were doing Bolt it before SoFar was doing yeah. it.
1: <laughs> But we were doing it before I ever hosted a SoFar or knew about SoFar. Right. Which is crazy, which is like just stupid because, I mean, it makes it sense. Really crazy. Everyone has the same idea. We yeah. should put a, a show in a house. Right. It's not like, you know, earth shattering. But I didn't really know there was this huge community that was like worldwide. Like I know. SoFar. And it's I didn't know either. Yeah. Yeah. They're very never, underground for as yeah. successful as they are and well known as they are. It they're is, still kind of so. right.
0: I don't know if it's because they just don't let you know where the shows are. I don't know. I think I they're don't know creating what it is.
1: exclusive exclusive how do you say that? Exclusivity. Word? Exclusivity. <laughs> Exclusivity. <laughs> oh my gosh, Something like, like that. That girl is so stupid. <laughs> um, they're creating that kind of environment on purpose, but I think that it 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 does exactly what it needs to do. It finds the people that would actually be into it. Right. And it kind of discards all the passive fans who would kind of like maybe like it on social media but wouldn't really do anything for it. So they are very honed in on who their audience is. Okay. That's how I would say it. But yeah, I I hosted one. I loved it. It was so much fun. I I met all the Jacksonville So Far people and they were great. Yeah, yeah, that was really neat. We were doing house shows before that and it was kind of just like a local level of it. Yeah, it's just pretty much a similar just thing. Just, like,
0: in your house, or would you go places? No, um, places?
1: Well, it started because um, my husband and I were throwing them at our house, and then our friends, Dennis and Kyle, were throwing them at their house. And then we had other friends who would kind of say, like, this looks really cool. We would love to host as well. And so Dennis was like, we need to just make this, like, a community and make it kind of like a circuit. So you go to a different house show each month, or you go to a different house to go to the Bold City House show each month so it's like we're kind of like giving it a name and a place to land yeah but everyone is still able to host and be involved in it's kind of like a bigger network with more resources and more team members because like I would get burnout if I tried to throw as many right. house shows at my place yeah <laughs> that oh to throw. which is about one a month so yeah, we basically were like, what would be a good name? Let's make a, let's put a logo on it and let's uh, just start posting as a unit instead of like cool.
0: on our personal page. Right, like, yes. Hey, I'll
1: show up my place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> and then how many people usually come or like
1: usually about thirty? That's awesome about 30 so that's like
0: a good size too it is. it's about so she, the max <laughs> yeah she's like at home too be yeah. like you don't make it too crazy it's really nice yeah, yeah it's, i like that
1: it's so nice because um i mean i love going out to a venue i love going to a bar to listen to music i love music in every form but yeah. one of my favorite ways to hear it is like on that intimate level like, yeah that's why i love blue jay that listening right. room style and so it's like you're creating a bunch of little tiny listening rooms all over Jacksonville and you're meeting people, you know, in your town who you might not yeah. have crossed paths with and you're meeting them not over some loud, noisy, you know, bar vibe. You're meeting them in a home where it's just more genuine and, and easy to communicate yeah. and and real. So, I, don't know. I I've been really loving it and we also just kind of wanted to make Jacksonville as a whole nice place for musicians to come like we want them to remember us right you know further on in their journey when they're you know creating their tour and and they're you know bringing i don't know tens of thousands of people here we want to go to florida we want to go to jacksonville but um that's kind of like a long way in the future that's cool yeah (laughs) we wanted locals to feel supported we wanted outside musicians to want to come here yeah because jacksonville is unfortunately kind of infamous in the musician world to not being very supportive right. of music. Yeah. Yeah. People will rather go see a movie or rather, I don't know.
0: Do you think it's kinda changed a little bit? It's getting there. I feel it. Yeah. I feel, it in I my feel like it has like more and more people are doing stuff too. Yeah. Just great. Like yeah. But I mean, it is yeah. I mean, that's kinda why I started Jackson because yeah. I was like, I'm the biggest complainer about this. Like I Absolutely. might as well do something. You see but, the gap
1: and you're like, okay. Let's fill it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm not going anywhere, so yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think more and more there are people like trying to support local musicians too, but it. I mean, it's hard. I think either way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard for anyone with a thing that they're trying to do to like (laughs) get people on board with that thing. So we're not alone in that whole struggle. But um, yeah, I've seen so much support. Recently, um, even, you know, because of the coronavirus going around, I've seen so much support for artists and people, you know, putting on live shows and then people, like, tipping them like crazy and sending money to their vendor. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so it's like... This is kind of showing the the growth that has happened. I mean, we've always had shows. We've always had great musicians. I'm not saying Jacksonville's not a great yeah. place to have music. It's just not always the best place to be a musician. Right.
0: <laughs> it is. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Because there's a lot of great music that have come out of Jacksonville yeah. too, and musicians and everything like that. But it is. I feel like. I mean, I do feel like just as an artist, like you still have to go places. Like you still have to like branch out, out of Jacksonville too. Yeah. To be known, I guess. Yeah. In other places, but... I think
1: that's also changing, too, just because of, like... The music industry is changing so quickly. It's like, you can technically do all your stuff online... Like, I love you yeah. know, but I never heard of you know, yeah, <laughs> at all until right. he was like famous. I was like, My Who gosh. is you know? Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was really exciting because it's like he's out of Jacksonville, but he did all of his work online, Crazy. he did all of his
0: stuff online. I don't think I just ever like saw on him. YouTube, or what like did I he don't do? Know. I think, I think I don't he was know. creating
1: in <laughs> I'm making a lot of speculation, let's yeah. be honest here. <laughs> I what I think is like he was creating on, on his own, like, and um, talking with. Producers and and making those connections, which there are a lot of producers in Jacksonville. Like, I, I know some producers in Jacksonville who. Put out great music and no one ever knows that it's from there, and it's like they're they're living off of their royalties, and it's just like that different side of the music industry. It's not necessarily like, hey guys, come to my show, buy my T-shirt. Like we're doing it wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. So you don't necessarily have to leave. You don't necessarily have to tour. Um, it's a good thing to tour. It's always good to get yeah. out and like meet people. But the way that it's going right now is you can be just as successful, um, kind of like at home, creating your yeah. art and putting it in front of the right people. And that's cool. That's what a lot of
0: people like, do. But with social media, I feel like everybody's kind of looking like, all right, what's the next thing to, or just even yesterday, I was like trying to follow more like, more like design accounts, because I was like, all right, I need to keep more inspired and like know what's going on. Yeah. Or just guessing like what's, yeah, what's next. It's all moving so fast. It is. It's
1: like you have to have a crystal ball if you want to be relevant. Yeah. With what you're creating now. Right. Producing now, putting out now. Because <laughs> what you're hearing now is going to be old news by the time you put it out, which is why I'm kind of yeah. like, don't, don't even try and do that. <laughs> yeah. Just to like make something that's true to yourself and if it's good people will like it if you work hard on it and you like it other people will probably like it right I'm still pretty folky to be honest folky is not in.
0: folky is not the hot thing (laughs) yeah but you love it though I
1: love it yeah that's how I'm writing and it's not like pure folk at all like probably folk artists would be like that girl is not folk at all but um I guess in when I'm going very general, I usually describe it as kind of like folky singer-songwriter-y, acoustic-y, I don't know. But I definitely, um, yeah, I just create what I I like and what I like to hear. Cool. You'll find your people somewhere out there. You'll throw your little uh, marble in the ocean (laughs) of the the flooded music industry, and uh, maybe someone will like... You're Marvel. Yeah. Maybe someone
0: will find it. Right. Because I do have, like, all lot of musicians, I had one recently contact me, and they're like, hey, like, how do we, like, just get in, even Jacksonville, too, yeah. like, that scene. But... I don't know if you had any advice for that, too. Oh,
1: I would say, like, meet people, meet people, yeah, meet people. Yeah, like, it's like networking. Yeah, it's a lot of networking. Yeah. And I, I really took it for granted because if I wanted to put a show together, I would contact, you know, one of a handful of people that either owns a venue or books for a venue and just be like, hey, these are the dates I'm looking at. And they'd be like, okay, let me get back to you. We'll talk about it. And I have had friends that have lived in Jacksonville and moved to different towns. And they're like, I cannot get a show. I can't yeah. even I can't get a venue to give me the time of day. Email me back. And um, that I didn't really ever realize was an issue, which sounds a little bit like cocky, but it's not. It's just because I've lived here for so long I've never had to navigate a new yeah. uh, environment musically and i've never had to create those new relationships if i ever want a tour i'm gonna have to do that but i'd say um with venues and this is what i hear from people who book and this is me booking for bold city i yeah. just want someone who is um you know gonna, gonna contact me first of alright you're gonna give me a sample of their music <laughs> so create some good content if it means getting in the studio or it means like getting a nice video made giving something to show like what you sound like and being consistent but not annoying um, yeah being kind goes a long way yeah that does go a long way Pool is kind of a thing uh not for like a house show we'll take anyone because we've got a community like built in people are going yeah. to be there but venues kind of have to think about like do you have a fan base right here? like do you know anyone here and that's another reason why bold city i love is like this thing that it was just not even anything we planned for. Venues around town don't necessarily want to put on this out-of-towner with yeah. no pool. Not going to make any money. But you know, we know this house show circuit. They have a built-in crew of people who are going to be there. They like your music. You come around two more times. By the third time, you have a fan base. We'll put you in our venue. Right. And so a lot of the venues have said like we were worried that we were going to kind of like look like we were trying to, like, I don't know, steal shows or whatever right. from them, but they, they haven't said that at all. They love what we're doing. They're saying that yeah. we're building kind of, like, this flow into
0: right. the venue. Right. I feel like that's, like, a foundation, like, that y'all have, too. Yeah. That wants like, to, like, yeah, The people can be seen and get a fan base and right. go out there.
1: Yeah. And then meeting other musicians, because, like, if, um, if the venue's not necessarily... Um, giving you the time of day because maybe you don't have a lot of um, activity on social media yet, which is like the uh, I could uh, I hate having to do the stupid social media. I things. know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but it really shows hard. numbers, and that's kind it of want to see. Unfortunately, but if you're kind of not there yet, and the venue's not really giving you the time of day, then. Meet the musicians, go to the open mics in town, uh, go to pe- other people's yeah. shows, which is what I'm always trying to tell people to do, is like go to other people's right. shows, meet them, support them, and then they're gonna be like, oh, you play music too, let me hear your stuff oh, I'm putting a show together. You want to open up for us? And yeah. It's just, it really, it it's like people wish that there was some magic way to do it, but it, there's not. It's literally just be a person and move right. around other people yeah, and talk about the thing that you love to do and then keep doing the thing that you love to
0: do. No, that's great advice. Because <laughs> it is, yeah. I mean, same as an artist. I feel like, or Jax's Rad. Like, I feel like I would just everywhere and be like, hey, like this is what I'm doing. You were, and like, you were meeting people. Jax's and... Rad girl. I was yeah. Like, oh, stickers. Like, <laughs> I know. That's the girl that gets stickers out. <laughs> that was gotta, like, I don't know what, what, what I'm doing. doing. I can't even explain Jax's Rad, but.
1: <laughs> oh, really? What is that? It's, um, we're a restaurant. I don't know why I said that. We're I know. Not, we're a bar. We're not a yeah, bar.
0: Yeah. Like... I don't know what we are.
1: <laughs> you are what you are.
0: Yeah. No, and that's what, like, I think I had, like, a heart. Like, I just wanted people to be cared for, yeah. too. I think that was, like, my main mission yeah. of it. And it was super personal to me, and it still is. But, like, I feel like that's kind of like you, too. Yeah, like, yeah. you just want to, like, encourage people and care yeah. for people, too. I, think, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's where all You'll t- yeah. things come out
1: of, is, like, just caring about people and being like, hey, can we all, like, get together? Can we all support right. each other? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a really good point. And that's what Jax's Red is doing, I think. I mean, you guys are highlighting Uh, people, and you have a really great platform, and um, everyone knows what Jax's Red is. (laughs) You don't have to explain them
0: anymore. (laughs) That's good. For a long time, everybody. I mean, people still are like, what is Jax's Red? But now I can say the mission statement.
1: You need like a a canned (laughs) sentence. We are a multimedia platform. To highlight artists, not just artists. Yeah, <laughs> artists, artists musicians,
0: and local businesses. We're going to create it right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a question I should ask people. Is like, well, what is Jax's Rad? <laughs> what
1: is Jax's Rad to you? Yeah. <laughs> and then you just have like a board of everyone's comments. I know. That'd be so funny.
0: <laughs> that should be like the caption I used to post it this is what they think Jax's Rad is
1: (laughs) you should use like even the worst reactions to Jax's Rad that's that stupid thing that I keep seeing the stickers for and just like roll with it right hashtag hashtag Jax's Rad is that stupid thing with the stickers so funny
0: I remember when I started it like if you google Jax's Rad there's like a reddit page and they're like this is the dumbest thing ever like someone's like that and then other people are like this is awesome and never like Went anywhere, but so okay. I guess I posted a picture of someone like hiking in Colorado, and they're like, "I can't believe they posted that!" Like, isn't we don't have hiking here? And I'm like, <laughs> "That's not why I posted." It. Yeah,
1: if you don't have haters, I mean, I what know, are you even doing? right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it just shows them doing something. So <laughs> you got to have them. Absolutely. Yeah. So what, like, what do you not like about Jacksonville? What do you like about Jacksonville? Or, what do you think, like Jack's smell, like ways it could change or um, just in any way?
1: Yeah. I guess my beef growing up was always like. Yeah, because you're from here. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Which turned out
0: that was a I feel what... like that's what everybody that says. That was a lie. Yeah, right. <laughs> or,
1: what was the uh, the test confirmed? That was a lie. <laughs> off of like Maury or whatever. Um, and as I got older, I really grew, like, an appreciation for this town. I saw that there are different subcultures. You mm. can literally be anyone and find your people in Jacksonville. You can be a beach person. You can be an artsy person. You can be a young professional. You can, you know, be a redneck out in the middle yeah. of nowhere if you want. And that's kind of what I was for a lot of my upbringing, so I'm not making fun. <laughs> it's so um, funny. Yeah, I, I don't always love um, how behind... Florida in general Mm. is when it comes to uh, things that I really care a lot about. Right. I'm I'm an interpreter, a sign language interpreter for the deaf, and I have to fight for disability rights Mm. around every single corner. And so sometimes we seem like we're a little bit behind on just... (laughs) <laughs> the bigger picture yeah. things like um, we, we currently have no law I did not mean to get political we currently have no law for um, qualifications for interpreters at all and so Tank. people always laugh because they're like oh you're an interpreter you saw like this fake interpreter yeah. on the newscast that was hilarious and I was like actually it's not <laughs> actually it's really sad because you know there's no there's nothing stopping that person from doing that. There's no there's nothing stopping that person from interpreting for Interesting. Your yeah kid in their I mean who would ever
0: thought? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it I won't go into every nitty gritty detail. But yeah, sometimes we're a little bit behind on like disability rights and issues in that kind yeah. of realm. But what I do love about Jacksonville is that I mean, from what I've experienced, it's it's always looking for what's next. So even if maybe every city in Florida is not like Jacksonville is kind of always kind of like, all right, what's next? What's next? Uh, right. Landing. What's next? Uh, yeah. <laughs> downtown. What are we going to do? Right. Corona. What are we going to do? Let's, yeah. set up, let's set up two testing sites. We yeah. have one. We got two. Hundred people went through each one a day and uh, we really could have funneled them both through the same one. But yeah. we have two of them. <laughs> so we're like looking for the solution, even though We're not always, you know, streamlined. We're well-intending and wanting to move towards the
0: future. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I do like that, too. I mean, it has, like... I mean, you get frustrated with it, too, but I'm sure that's anywhere. Anywhere. and there's. I mean, at least there's, like, space here and just, like, I don't know, like, so much support with people right now, too, with, like, everything that's going on. Yeah.
1: I think you're right. Like, anywhere that you're paying attention and passionate you're gonna you're gonna feel that frustration you're gonna feel like the disconnect of like it's not quite where we could be right um things could be better
0: yeah and tell me what you're doing too with your hashtag
1: you know, we didn't I even talk about that. I
0: should have mentioned that when I was talking about Bold City. We're just
1: <laughs> but like now
0: we can talk.
1: <laughs> We've got our margaritas. No, We yeah, don't,
0: we don't. I we don't. <laughs> have margarita mix All if right. you want to make any. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, with Bold City, we're, Bold City Circuit, the house show circuit, um, bringing music into your living room. We, uh, we can't throw any shows right now. Um we would have more than 10 people in the same room together. And I'm honestly isolating even more than that. So we've kind of just like made the decision to not throw shows for a little bit, but we still have this platform. It's a baby one, but it's there. We still got a community. And so what we wanted to do was highlight an artist or two every week. And just, um, you'll see a picture of them. You'll see a short interview from them. And then you'll see all the info that you can get connected to their music with. So. Um, their facebook their um, spotify whatever they have we're going to connect you to them and we're just hoping that our community can like focus in all of its love and support into this one artist for that whole week send them some money they've got zero income right now and honestly the best way that we can love them and our service workers is to just give them some money right now right a lot of us are working from home i know that layoffs are happening but a lot of us are you know, fortunate enough to still have work, still have income and we're not going out.
0: Yeah. Right. So it's
1: like at a time when it's really easy to hold all of our resources really closely, I want to say like, don't do that. Like give graciously and radically and, um, help the people that you always say you love. Oh, I love their music. Oh, I love that. Right. I support them. Like do it now. Now is the time. So yeah, we're going to do hashtag spread love, not germs, spread love, not germs. And, um, We're going to basically try and just love each artist individually for an entire week and give them money and love and streams and buy their merch. And then the next week we're going to have a new musician. And we did, um, you know, stick with the pool of people who have played a Bold City show or who were planning on playing a Bold City show um, just because we know that we can't impact every single person, but we're going to do what we can with the platform we have and the people that we we've interacted with and know and love and um yeah hopefully we're creating a little bit more income for them to keep them afloat in a time where literally all of their shows have been canceled. right like thousands and thousands of dollars in mm-hmm. national tours that have been canceled it's terrible yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> well yeah we'll be able to share all that too cool with me. Thanks. But, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll share it on, like, the website and stuff, too, when I, I post it. Um, well, sweet. Yeah. Is there anything else I should ask you? Um, I don't know. Because we're at almost 40 minutes.
1: We could just talk all day
0: long. I know. We could I talk don't have all any time. jobs right now. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, I think that this has been super fun.
0: What are you doing for... What gets you through quarantine?
1: Ooh. <laughs> a lot of cookies. I made a whole batch of cookies. Nice. <laughs> I have been putting myself on a little bit of a schedule, and I am working a little bit. Um, yeah. So I have some stuff uh, from home and like in really limited safe spots that I am working, but there is a lot of downtime. So I've been kind of creating a schedule. Like, wake up, have your coffee, read yeah. for a little bit, do a quick clean up, and it sounds so stupid, but it's like just giving myself. And a lot of people are saying, like, throw the schedule out the window, don't put any pressure yeah. on yourself, but my schedule looks really nice. It's like, work out, <laughs> do your yoga, That's awesome. watch some Netflix, maybe get some invoices together, and then, like, declutter that drawer. So I've basically just been putting myself on a schedule of, like, things that I've been needing to do, things that are good for my soul, and things that are good for my body and just basically rotating that and yeah. putting it on repeat.
0: Man, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I try to have the schedule, but then I feel like, midday it's gone
1: out the window that's yeah. fine too you to <laughs> and, but then I'm like break. I
0: know that's what I was like maybe I just need a break
1: too I just need to like sleep
0: and watch movies
1: yeah too the schedule is not strict at all it's basically to keep me from sleeping until yeah 11. <laughs> I know
0: I know which
1: could happen too yeah and that would be fine as well but I don't need to do it every day
0: no <laughs> definitely not well awesome yeah well thanks for everything and everything you're doing it's amazing thank you. yeah everything you're
1: doing is amazing
0: thank you well yeah I'm glad you're on the show finally yeah. we got an interview talked about it I feel so like long. we've talked about it forever I'm yeah so since honored. I started doing interviews I feel like <laughs> but yeah got it, it.
1: thank you so much for having yeah. me yeah
0: any time. I never feel
1: like I'm doing anything. And then people like you are like,
0: hey, you wanna come talk about what you're yeah. doing? I was like, well what? Yeah, what about <laughs> exactly I doing <laughs> No, you have tons to say. Yeah. I feel you. like we could talk forever. Um all right, well sweet. Yeah. I will post all your info to on Jack Strad in the website. Wonderful. Thank you all so right. much. Okay, cool. Radcast out. Radcast, rad- Red cats red cats red cats red cats